A man commits several felonies to win one lady's heart. This is The Fast and the Furious on Stinger Madness. Hello, welcome to Stinger Madness. I just came up with an alternative title for the film. Please bring it. Because it's felonies and it's about love, Uh but it's also about racing. Time Trials of the Heart. Ooh, yeah. I thought you were going to go with something like he fell on his knees. Fell on knees to love a woman? I don't know. Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) The car went beep, beep, beep. That's about all that happens in this movie. So no, I'm going up. If the Japanese title would be Manning Jacket Does Nothing. <laughs> they do some really crappy camping. <laughs> yeah, this is crappy camping. Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, this uh, this is a poor start to our second year of podcasting. <laughs> what? Don't say that. This movie so what if stunk. I thought that this movie was in color based off the cover art and I was like, all right, any second now the color's going to turn on like the Wizard of Oz and it did Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Like, this is the foundation for the rest of AIP. This was not a good start to what they were going for. No, it. this thing was a, uh, what I didn't mention in the point five was that this made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the drive-in circuit on a fifty thousand dollar budget. So they cleaned up with yeah, this thing. It's not terrible. But Do you really go to the drive in though to watch the movie? That's true. That's true. You're going there to honk something, but it ain't your horn. As long as there's some air of romance in the film, that's all you pretty much need to make a drive in movie in the fifties. So that you can uh tune in Tokyo not on the radio. Neckin. Yeah, neckin. Beep, beep. You know, I actually, this is probably a, cl- a perfect film for that sort of stuff because there's not a lot of dialogue. No. There's not even that much audio. So the sounds that are coming through your car stereo really do not affect the sounds that you're making of. Now, now, Justin, in the 50s, they didn't do it through their car stereos. They had a little box and you rolled down your window and you set the, the speaker box on your window and yep. then you turned it up. Oh, I thought it was at this point you were still using... No, they were hardwired in. Yeah. Uh, so there was like way a big, to be there was like a pole. Well, I, w- I wasn't alive in the 50s. Sorry. Was Garden City like a really awesome drive-in? Or Garden what? City. Garden Valley. Because <laughs> even the Boise one still had the hardwired boxes yeah, when I, I was think growing up. You still, actually, the one, in, the one out in Caldwell now, you can do the, the radio thing. Your car radio can do it. Yeah, I would assume that you just turn to the frequency. I think if you don't have a... What happens if you don't have a car stereo, though? I think you still have the box. You don't go to the drive-ins in that car. <laughs> what if you only have one car? Then you walk and borrow somebody you, else's car. Well, you'd have to like bring a boom know. box. It seems, you just throw out yeah. a lawn chair next to somebody else's rig. No, I like, think, hey, turn it up. I can't hear. That you, that you can still get the hardwired box in a couple of the spaces. And so how long is this goddamn cord? It's probably about 10 feet. 
from what, where it says so there's like a pole uh, like thing it looks like it those in. things that are on the either side of the gas pump so you don't run into it uh, yeah and it's got wires in there this is all news to me yeah i've never actually been to the drive-in and well it's pretty so exciting stuff you don't even know the drive-in song then <laughs> i don't know the drive-in See you song. at the drive-in welcome to the drive-in that's a song, huh? Yeah, it's they play it before like everything starts, and then they have the popcorn song, and they tell you to go to the concession stand through this little song, and there's like a dancing hot dog and stuff. I've seen the dancing hot dog. Yeah, and then they start the movie. Huh. Mm. Okay. Well, that sounds <laughs> and more fun than this film. You start watched. the boob grabbing. Yeah. They're like, yep, this is another one of those driving greats where nothing's going to happen, so... Hello, boobs. I'm going to make friends with you for about 45 minutes. The good news is this film is quite short, but not short enough. <laughs> like, not at all would have been short enough. Yeah. The right length for this movie would have been zero minutes. <laughs> hey, just Tim, look, we'd want a story of some kind. Just look at the cover art and make your own story in your mind would have been the better idea. Uh like, oh, oh, I bet you all sorts of exciting things happen in this movie. I should probably never watch it. It's nothing nothing happens <laughs> no it, it's a bunch of nothing hey there's a kidnapping i can some name some things that don't happen she doesn't get an egg salad sandwich <laughs> <laughs> or any pineapple juice or she doesn't get pineapple juice there's a lot of dozens because there's mention of things that could happen mm -hmm. but none of them ever nothing in this movie pays itself off no i don't think so at all so that you can make a long list of things that don't happen in the movie that we're supposed to yeah. Uh, you know, it starts out all right, though. Does it? There's a pretty red <laughs> truck crash. Oh, yeah. The truck crash is neat. Yeah. Like, it's weird, though. It looked weird. It was at three times the speed. Well, I understand, but there was, like, also cuts of, like, the state of the truck. Like, it was still tumbling, but it had obviously burned up quite considerably between the previous tumbling cut. Like, it's like, I'm going off the road, and then there's a cut. And it's still tumbling down the hill, and it's like half a truck. Yeah. And then cut, still tumbling, and it's just like a like a frame of a truck that's burning yeah. on fire. It's very strange, but it's uh, instantly on fire. Like it explodes midair. It became involved with fire. <laughs> yes, it did quite. Um, what's the deal with the truck? That's the truck. Uh-huh. His truck that he ran off the road. Is it his truck? So that's the other thing. You were saying in the middle of the movie that he was racing and he ran a guy off the road, but that's not the case. He was in a truck and there was another guy in a truck. The other guy went off the road and they are going to kill him now. That's They're going to kill who? Weston. Webster? Webster. Webster. Is his name Jack? I thought his name was Bill Murphy. Bill. But that was his, his fake name. Fake oh. name. Frank. Frank Webster. Frank Webster. So, yes, Frank Webster had his own truck that he used to make his, his company was Guy Drives Truck. And then there was another guy who had Guy with Many Trucks. That's his company. Uh -huh. And one of the guy that works for Guy with Many Trucks drove off of the road that he was also on. So that is meaning that they're going to kill him. <laughs> That's right, because guy with one truck <laughs> obviously is jealous of guy with many trucks, yes. so he drove many truck guy off the road. Yeah, yeah that's what that's how they're gonna pin it on him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, he's jealous of us, <laughs> so he killed our guy Pete. You know, 
And Deadbeat Pete, of course. So we're going to kill you now and then take your truck, I guess. That's right, because in trucker land, it's all about the lynch mob. The lynch and there's mob. no mention to whether, because here's the other thing. <laughs> you see the truck that gets tumbled uh-huh. didn't have anything in it. No, no. So I don't know if they got to the point, like, they obviously, neither of these companies got to the profit stage, but... I don't know that it was be they had ever like he's like I got a truck and it was just me and the truck. I think that was it. I don't know that he made money. He spent some on some gas, but he was a guy and he drove the truck. He just drove up and down the same and, stretch and of road every day. And that was his company. And he's like, you know, when I figure out what to, what what X factor to add in my business plan, <laughs> what could I do with the what truck? Could I do with when I figure that out? <laughs> I'm gonna be into the money pretty good here. And then guy with many trucks is like, well, I've got a head start on this guy because I've got more trucks. <laughs> but at the same time, I have his, I share his problem. Isn't it now? I have what the truck. Do with what do I do with these trucks? Maybe I should get more trucks. I'll just keep having more trucks. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, Dorothy, Dorothy played by uh, Dorothy Malone. Yes. Well, no, Connie. Her Connie. name is Connie. Yeah, in the Connie. Movie. Connie is. Uh, she's just tooling around Southern California, going to the Saddle Peak Lodge in her Jag White Jag XK120, which is a beautiful. Beautiful car. I sat in one of those uh, when we were in California last time. So what do you think she does to afford a car like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they never really address that. Like, she could be a madam for all we know. Maybe maybe this is like the alternative uh, ending to the beginning of Psycho. She stole all the money. And she, now she's on her way to the Bates Motel. At one she point, got sidetracked. <laughs> at one point, the guy, one of the other race car guys, is like... He, you can tell he's not one of us. I think they're all rich kids. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, so too. Could be. And they're yeah. all on this racing circuit because they have nothing better to do with yeah. their time. This is before college really became important. Yeah, and every single one of their parents were just hoping that they die in a flaming car accident. Woo, life insurance. Yeah, or whatever. Or just, just get rid just of get the nutsack. Get I, rid of the nutsack that I bred. I made a nutsack. Now I got to take care of it. Because, Here's a race car. Because the trophy <laughs> wife was like, I'm going to leave you. And then she put a baby inside of me. Well, fuck, if I have to do that, I can't get divorced because then I can't be cheating on my wife all the time. You know, because rich people are all dickheads, right? Sure. You know, that's that's how the, the mm. mentality goes in the 50s, I think. Yeah, everybody was like, yeah, I got this perfect wife, but a nice piece of ass on the side. Yeah. The more so, that I read about the 50s, I find that everyone was drunk and on amphetamines. Yeah, elderberry wine. Like, everyone just took, like, housewives just took boatloads of amphetamines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're diet pills, and And, they were trying to keep their figures. And uh, guys went to work, and what they did at work is they drank whiskey all day. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe talked a little business over some oysters. That was work. That's a really tough job. I got a truck, and I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) Bust out the whiskey. I just drive up and down the road drinking whiskey all day in this thing. Money is not rolling in. <laughs> so she uh, she gets hassled at the Saddle Peak Lodge by a, a fat, fat guy. A fat guy. <laughs> who I think is also a trucker. I thought he was a, a cop. 
Like a trucker in a suit. That's what I didn't get because he was he a trucker. Didn't have a truck. Yeah, but he said he said that he, he walked was, there. He was one of the truckers. Oh, and he had a business suit on. So apparently, <laughs> truckers were a lot classier back in the fifties. Well, I think he's got another business problem. His whole is that he might know what to do with the truck, but he doesn't have one. <laughs> that guy was in the business of eating sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> time for my uh, time for my trip to the Saddle Peak Lodge to get some more sandwiches. Yeah, and like he was all Mister Creepy, like, "Hey, baby." Yeah, he's uh, quite pervy. That's a nice car you got there, and he like opens the door he's, of the car, and she's like looking at him, like, "Go fuck yourself." One might say rapey, like, yeah, he's a little rapey. I I think in today's age, that man approaches a woman in the same manner. He's gonna get pepper sprayed. Oh yeah. Or if you're in Texas, a taser. Because in Texas, they have taser parties, so all the women have tasers. Oh. Yeah, or they just shoot you because it's Texas. Yeah, they've got uh, yeah, guns yeah, in yeah, Texas, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, the taser parties are, are that's that's actually what the nice people do. That's actually, if you're under 13, you get a taser. Mm-hmm. When you're 14, 357. Yep. <laughs> when you're 18, a goddamn bazooka. Hey, man. Or tank. Cannons. Yeah. So she goes in to have a sando. He follows her in to go have a sando. There's some guy there. And then Chatty Kathy, the waitress. She doesn't shut up. She will not shut up. She is just like a lot of waitresses that I have met, though. They all want to sit down at your table and have fun with you. And if you're just a little bit encouraging, then they're like super best friends with you. Oh, nobody encourages her. She just won't shut up. Period. Yeah. You can't even encourage her because you can't say anything because her gums are flapping too much. Hey, she lets you spit out an order, which you know you have to do immediately because when she goes, what do you want? And if you got like three seconds. Sandwich. Yeah, exactly. You've got three Ooh. seconds to say something or she's right back on the bandwagon. And then she's talking about something that doesn't matter and then will intermittently interject things like, well, I don't pineapple juice. We don't have any pineapple juice. And then all of a sudden there's no egg salad either. <laughs> right? Right. But I thought she was making the egg salad in the bowl. She was doing something with the bowl. Yeah, it know. wasn't what ha- like so there was an order for an egg salad sandwich and an order for a hamburger and a coffee. She started stirring something in a bowl. What she didn't do is start making a hamburger or tell someone to start making a hamburger. No, she did. She said I put your burger on in the back. Oh. She put the burger on in the back and then walked out. Yeah. She's like the burgers on its own. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hamburgers got to cook themselves in the 50s. Huh. How's my hamburger? I don't know. Probably not good. <laughs> probably burnt on one side. Why? <laughs> the kitchen's probably on fire now. She knows everything that's going on too. She's in the know. She's uh, she's knows she's... that that some guy named Frank Webster is accused of wrecking a truck, <laughs> murder, murder, <laughs> and then he's loose. He's broken out of jail because apparently Frank Webster was arrested for this crime that he supposedly committed. And then uh, he broke out of jail. Now he's out on the loose. It could be anybody. Maybe this guy sitting next to us that looks suspicious. Well, they should have known. He had a leather jacket on. And in right. the 50s, only badass people had leather jackets and tattoos. Yeah, anybody that's ready to be the antagonist of a film. Yep. Or the protagonist. If his pants Everybody's would have been rolled up, it would have been a I'm dead really giveaway. Sure what he is in this I film. don't know what he is either. In the uh, the the lack of ending really sort of... Helps confuse as to who this movie is about. Yeah, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Well, I mean, we know he's innocent, but it, uh, he's no, innocent wait, of we? the first. So he's well, innocent I I guess of. Not. Okay, so he, he thinks they're going to kill him, right? right. I, he's yeah. not smart, right? 
He hasn't got the law figured out. Uh uh-uh. Let's say he was drunk. He, there's probably still something they could have arrested him for. Well, or not. Ra- uh, escaping jail is. Is okay. Well, that's the thing is that whatever he that. did, he's done so much worse afterwards. Yes. Yes. Like he turned into a hardened criminal instantaneously. We'll get, we'll get to that. Let's do it. Let's, at the end of this episode, let's do a full crime count that Frank <laughs> Webster has committed. <laughs> Verified. Guilty of. <laughs> uh, so the guy, the fat trucker guy, I guess is like. I still, why, so why does he have a gun? Why does the fat trucker guy have a gun? No, and here's the other thing is, is that he's like, hey, buddy, I know you. Like, he's trying to bust him. Right. No, he goes, I didn't see your car out there. And he's like, oh, I'm walking. And the guy's like, well, I'll give you a ride. And he's like, no, I'm good. He's like, let me see your ID. And then trucker guy gets all, like, nosy about it like he well, did yeah, with I the know. lady what's outside. The, what's the what's the deal? Like He's uh, like a, some kind of nosy bastard. Maybe it's just a small town. Well, here's the other thing that doesn't make sense. If he's like, let me see your ID and that causes problems. We find out later that Frank has somebody else's ID. Yeah, that is so true. Why didn't he just show it to show him? Show it and be to like, him. Yeah, I'm go Bill, fuck yourself, Bill fat Mathers or whatever. Bill something. Myers. Yeah, Myers. Myers. Yeah, Bill Myers. And then, well, I guess because then there wouldn't be a movie now, would No, there? there's a lot of stuff that you just have to get like, oh, we'll just have to get past this. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah. I'm still not sure that there's a movie. Well, there could be a movie, maybe. So... Oh, and we also learned that, that Connie is a member of an elite racing team. She's a race car driver. That's why she's got that Jag, because so she can race it. Connie is a race car driver, 23 years old. Her parents fucking hated her ass, so they sent her on her own, and they said, Bam! <laughs> 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 For those of you that like Primus, yeah. <laughs> like Sticker Manis. Uh, yeah, so I guess... Frank gets the idea. Well, this guy's hassling him. He's sticking a gun, so I got to take care of him. So he throws him against a wall, and he's unconscious. I thought he pistol whipped him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, either way, the fat guy falls down, and <laughs> yeah. he's out. He he's falls out down and goes into a coma. <laughs> so he decides. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I hit my head on the soft bench. No! Well, the waitress thinks he's dead. You know what the waitress also doesn't do? Take Shut that up. hamburger off the back. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is going on with that hamburger? <laughs> The state of her kitchen. I bet she pickpocketed Fat Trekker guy. So she's like, dude, you ordered this. You're paying for that. Yeah, and I then bet. She calls the police. Like, she calls the police and then it cuts away from her. She's like, that's going to be $25.50. In 1955 money, which is like $7,000 today. Uh, so Frank gets the idea because hottie connie's got a hottie car and she's a race car driver that uh oh and she's she's racing to mexico that he'll just uh hitch a ride with her and get to mexico get I guess. to mexico even though he's in southern california hey frank it's just right over there you don't need to catch a ride with a in a very conspicuous car with a white lady you know, just hop in the back of of your competitors' uh, vans, well, trucks that's, that are just driving again, up and down the road. Does he realize that you can haul things in a truck? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of space in the back of this <laughs> machine. But what where would I, would I sit? <laughs> <laughs> so there, uh, he, he grabs her and tosses her in the Jag, and they drive off and. I guess the movie's on. Then, <laughs> yeah, with some really bad, like they're obviously not driving right because their it's, hair isn't yeah, going it's anywhere. Rear projection. It's, it's terrible reprojection. And they didn't even have a very big fan. 
No. Yeah, so her hair's not really going anywhere. They're in a convertible. His hair is not going anywhere. And they're driving along. And it's just like the crappiest. Like, all of a sudden, there's a tree behind him that's like 15 times bigger than it should be because that was the yeah, they never, film track behind it. Uh-huh. They never matched angles, and they never really matched proportion well with the rear projection. Right. Yeah. And you know, usually, like, in rear projection car movies, the guy, whoever's driving the car is, like, making way too many steering motions, like... Just out of control, yeah. doing way too much. This he is a robot. He is <laughs> locked in place. His head never moves. His eyes never delineate from dead center, and his arms at no point change position. Yep, ten and two all the way. Ten and two, no steering. They are on cruise control, driving down curvy roads. Yes, yeah. It's it's uh it's uh not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. So apparently they're low on gas though immediately. Connie drove there without tanking up first. So, I'm going to back up. Yes, please do. He's the director. Uh-huh. So, no one can be like, John, should you be driving the car? Doing anything <laughs> at all. Does, should somebody tell him that he's driving the car? The picture behind you is turning, John. <laughs> Turn. Try to do anything, John. Uh, yeah, John, uh, John. What's his name? John Malone? 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 No. Dorothy Malone. John Ireland. Ireland. He um he's quite bad in this film. <laughs> he's not good. No. He is uh... I can't believe he went on to be somebody. And he kind of looks like a hobo. He kind of looks like Jean-Claude Van Damme. He looks a lot like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. And he did bang everybody from what I was reading, so you never know if he went to Europe. He got the French disease. No, he sired Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh. <gasps> oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme Secretly. doesn't know who his father is. Or does he? Or does he? Oh, And he no. secretly taught him karate and cage fighting. Techniques. That's right. Only on Stinker Madness will you find out these real trivial and facts. the Top technique tip. of being the contemporary Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. So Van Damme is actually <clears throat> siring illegitimate children all over the earth as well. Indeed. <clears throat> well, anyways, back to this turd. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather talk about what John Van Clad turd. I think our oh, conspiracy boy. theory is great. Let's go with that. Yeah. JCVD. <laughs> JCVD stars in Fast and the Furious. That's what I want to know about. Um, so she hits the ladies' room while he's at the gas station, and this <laughs> is the first time she tries to escape. <laughs> daring escape. Daring, daring escape through the top window of the ladies' bathroom, which it doesn't work. The angles that they used didn't help anything, but so there's a light, there's like a window above the door that she goes into, and like for one of those while, ventilation windows. For a while, I'm thinking, is she just going to like go in the door and come out of the window above it? Because that's not very good escaping. Like like an Abbott and Costello gag. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. But then you see some tires under there. But I could tell that it was the same window. Yeah, I think it was the same door and window. They just, just tried to, to make tires it, in front of it seem like it was a different place. But that didn't work out for me. I was like, that's the same window. Mm -hmm. And if the bathroom did have two poop vent windows, uh -huh. why would it do that? Why would you have two poop <laughs> On the corners? I, I mean, it doesn't like... Yeah, I... Because ladies escape take plan, stinky dumps too, Sam. Their escape plan is dubious at best. Yeah, well, she... I, I, I thought the tires were there for perverts. So that uh, they, they could climb, climb up on the yeah. tires and then kind of peep in and then be like, eh. Again, with the... Uh, 
watching ladies go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, ah, uh, yes. Hot, hot, hot. Mm, so hot. Pee-pee, <laughs> yeah. poopy. Or is it one of those that, like, you do it, and everybody tries it, or not everybody, <laughs> but, like, everybody thinks it's hot or whatever, but the person who does it, only does it the one time, and they're like, yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that is poop coming out of a butt. Okay, I'm good. I'm good now. I don't need to see that again. <laughs> Uh, somebody moved the tires to act. <laughs> yeah. They never want to be tempted again. They can again. put those tires back over there by that tractor. <laughs> <laughs> well, meanwhile, the cops show up at the lodge. These two guys. The detectives. The, These two guys. The detective. Well, one of them is a fucking doctor. So, well, okay, the, the first, there's the detective and the police. Just the sort of uh, beat cops with him. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, later, though, you get the detective, and where he does his finest work is when he is in tandem with the doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they show up at the lodge, and uh, they find the unconscious guy. The waitress thinks he's dead, and uh, he doesn't say anything. Or, no, they hear that oh, from the waitress that the, they drove away in a jalopy, because that's what the trucker guy said that they were driving was a jalopy. So the cops are not even looking for the right people at this point in time. No. And she also told the police that fat trucker guy had been shot. Yes. And they're like, but there's no gun and there's no bullet hole. Well, okay. I was in the back. I actually didn't see Maybe it. Maybe this woman knows nothing. nothing. Yes. Now, also, you come in and he's on the ground. Uh-huh. Still. And the detective, who I'm assuming is a detective because he's wearing a suit, mm -hmm. he comes in, gets on one knee, and then touches the man's butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's still and he, alive. And he's still alive. That's a warm butt. <laughs> <laughs> is that was that the protocol before feeling for the pulse? Maybe. Like, yep, that's a warm butt. Mm -hmm. This man is alive. Maybe, maybe we were to think that like his hand was back there, like he was on his arm or something. Yeah, uh, maybe I don't know, but it looks like he's touching his butt. It totally does, though. Well, she, uh, her and Webster are driving around, Connie and Webster. Yeah, and their banter between. The two of them instantly start sucking. It goes. You wonder if it was even written or if they were just making the lines up as they went along. They sometimes. might as well. Well, I it, think it would be harder to write something like this. Yeah, it's like because every line contradicts the last. Yeah, they're just arguing, fighting, but not really. They're not saying it's like words, 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 words. Oh yeah, she's like, well, I words, hate you. words, words. And he's like, yeah, shove it up your butt, bitch. Shut up. I like nice, quiet girls. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you, too, bucko. And then then they see a cop, and they're like, uh-oh, better take the mountain road. Well, she says something to the degree of, like, I don't only hate you, I also dislike yeah, you. Yeah, I wrote that down. Like, yeah. what is that? Like, well, duh. Great. Thanks for that tidbit of information. If you hate a guy, you're also going to dislike him. You know what? I hate your guts, but you're okay. <laughs> what? Uh... No. Uh, yeah, the writing is is also quite bad. The, I'll give Roger Corman some credit. He is only credited as story by Roger Corman, mm. not actual writing. Again, um, there was a story. Yeah, that's uh. also true. Uh, cars in movie. <laughs> yeah, the story. Fast cars. Yeah, fast cars. There's there's your story. Print it. So now there's motorcycles, cops. They're chasing them down. Webster's thinking, oh no, oh shit, they're gonna get me. So what does Connie do? This is her chance. 
She pulls the key out of the ignition of a running car. And throws it into the bushes. I don't think it works that way. No, it doesn't. Well, I have my dad's 68 Chevy. Mm -hmm. The keys just sort of fall out of it, but the engine doesn't turn off. Yeah, but you don't churn the ignition. They just, the keys slide in and out. come out of it, yeah. You don't actually crank it. I don't think you can crank it back. I think because isn't the, like, wasn't the steering wheel lock the very, like, one of the very first things that they did back then? You couldn't, the steering wheel would lock if you. I don't think that happened that early. Huh. I don't think that that happened until the 70s. Yeah, I just don't know if in 1955 still you could shut a car off all the I don't know that it would have, I think that it would have, if you would have, she would pull the keys out, I think it would have just. The keys are now over there. The car is still running. Maybe. Unless she turned it off. If she turned off the ignition and then threw them in the bushes, I guess that would have been off and they would have had some problems. Yeah, but it's a, it's a manual. The, the car would have seized up. It would have grinded down. Yeah. Yeah. Never ran again. Yeah. I don't know. It would know be a bad this. deal. Yeah. So the cop shows up and he's like, Hey, did you know your taillights out? Okay. See you later. He didn't just say that. He's like, You've been, you're speeding and your taillights out. Just wanted to tell you that. Okay, bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> you have also got some confusion as to what your job is. He was so lazy, he didn't even get off the motorcycle to tell them that. He was like trying to leave the whole time. Yeah, he was like, dude, it's late. There's a coffee shop like five miles up the road. Dunits. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to get off my bike for this one. Just. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's a crazy killing murdering man and a, a lady running around that look exactly like you. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I do not give speeding tickets. And then, you know, you go back and you're like, hey, stay, Bill. What's up? Not much. Just pulled the guy over. Oh, yeah. And you're thinking, maybe he did it. Maybe he wrote the ticket. Well, uh, what was the problem? Like, well, they were going real fast. They didn't have a taillight. And... Yep, I uh, told him that, and then I left. I was like, God damn it, you got to write him a ticket. (laughs) 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 You're tripping on the finish line every time. Yeah, so they pull over to the side of the road because it's now getting late. It's close to midnight. She's hungry, and she's cranky, and and so they... uh, She's fussy the whole time. Fussy the whole time. Which, I mean, you you should be somewhat fussy if you've been kidnapped. I guess. But she's fussy in all the wrong ways for a captive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm sleepy. Let's pull over. Not like, get me the fuck away from you. Yeah. Let me go. Somebody help me. None of that. She's just, oh. <laughs> yeah. This is inconvenient. I'm chilly. <laughs> uh, can you roll up the windows? So they, they, they post up camp, I guess. They, they camp off the side of the road in the dirt. I don't know. All I know is that he tied her up. He tied, oh, yeah. But they didn't even make it through that. Like that ended up being another argument that the way that it was written, it's sort of like these conversations. They never resolve themselves. Mm-mm. It's just like the person who was writing writing it stopped writing, and then it's a new scene. But I because when she ties him, he tries to tie their arms together. She complains about it. Then it goes through some. Oh, don't forget, he sexually assaults her. Yeah. Well, that's how he ends the it's scene, a kiss. isn't it? Right. Well, it's it's a forced. It's pin the woman down and force yourself onto her because that's I, I just if the movies have taught me anything from 1950 through about 1965, how you get chicks is you force yourself on top of them, and if they don't like it, you slap them in the face, and then you force yourself on and top then, of them some yeah, more until they like it. It's like there's a flow chart for it. Yep. That is uh, 
Force yourself on top of him. Did she stop you? If yes, slap in face. <laughs> if no, have sex. Yes. And then after the slap in face, go like the arrow goes back to the force yourself on top of her. So there's just a one circle uh-huh. that is just getting on top of him and slapping him in the face until it's time to have the sex. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's actually, I, I think that was yeah. a thing. I think that was passed out in uh, at sex ed- education to sex you're high. Sex education <laughs> in yeah seventh grade in 1950. They hand out the paper and every guy in the class is like, "Yeah, it seems about right." And every <laughs> chick's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible 1950. So the cops. The two, the one cop, like you just said, they have the the discussion oh. right next to their campsite, so they have to coast away so that the cops don't hear them. He pushes the car, doesn't start it, which I'm pretty sure the cops would hear the gravel underneath the tires. That's a pretty loud thing. The cops' conversation, too, is another, that was one of the examples of dialogue that betrays itself immediately. So the one guy pulls up to the other guy who's already just sitting around on his uh-huh. motorcycle right. and he goes, geez, you stop more than you ride. And then a second later said, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Either you're bitching about him not doing anything and now you're ready to take a break from not doing anything. It's hard work. <laughs> it's hard uh-huh. work being, being on those motorcycles just sitting there looking at the beautiful countryside of <laughs> Southern California wine country. Yeah, so they get guided into a roadblock with the other racers, who are who are Connie's uh, group of people again, again with the police and their handling of the situations. Hey, we're looking for a guy that looks just like you with a lady that looks just like Let's her. Let's just go to point A. Racing is illegal. <laughs> uh, that is correct. Yes, in 1955, racing was illegal. Mm-hmm. So they've got them all pulled over. Pack their asses into jail. Yep, every single, <laughs> single one, one of them. them. Got numbers on the side of their cars, what they're going to be doing. Illegal. Indeed. But instead, no, they, they help them instead they race get a illegally. escort Ugh. so that they can race. Uh, we're looking for these criminals. Uh, you obviously are not them. Here, let's escort you to safety. Thanks. Okay. Sounds like a deal. And he's like all like... Yeah, but at this point... Oh, this is terrible. In their defense, they still think that they're in a jalopy. Yeah. They have not figured out Jaguar yet. Yeah. Still. Still. Hmm. I don't know. Well, they're about to figure out the car because they go back to... Oh, well, actually, we skipped the first interrogation. The very first interrogation that they go where the guys at the hospital that you mentioned, the oh, doctor, yeah, the, the investigator, where he is. When did you, hospitals get quilts and headboards that look like, I don't a, know, a like hotel room? Yeah. yeah. We may you have, also notice again, that there was, we may have to what just are those assume. dividers called that you get dressed behind? Dividers. That's There's not a name for those. I think they're just called dividers, actually. Huh. Yeah, I used well, to sell those when I sold furniture. You'd, you'd either get a, uh, a fourfold or a threefold divider. Okay, well, there was one of those in the room, and it was separating that bed area mm-hmm. from about six inches of space in between it and the wall. <laughs> yes. So, like, ah, art direction. Uh, anyway, so that doesn't work. The nurse, is she's standing there, and she's having a hard time standing there, to be honest. She looks at the camera twice, uh-huh. but she's on TV, and she's happy about it. <laughs> uh, and then she gets to bone John Malone later. Unnamed detective. John- God damn it, John Ireland. John Ireland, yeah, he probably did. Uh, 
unnamed detective and unnamed doctor have conversations that don't make any sense. And then he asks the patient, who may or may not be a trucker, who are they? What do they look like? What car did they drive? He's asleep. <laughs> he is unconscious. <laughs> he's unconscious. And he's rattling off very detailed questions. We, we need you to tell us how this all went <laughs> yeah. down. Uh, could you please explain this? And the second no? okay. that the guy wakes up, he stops talking. Yep. Well, it looks like this man's going to be useless. And then the doctor, like, he wakes up, and you're like, oh, he's come too. How about that? And uh, then the doctor turns to the nurse while he's still visibly awake and says, nurse, notify me of any change in this man's condition. And she should have just been like, he's awake. Just, just point at him right there. That man is awake. And then they leave. And so he's like, I guess I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> damn fine doctrine and police work <laughs> well they come back they have the second interrogation and they essentially do the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. just rattle off a bunch of questions to a sleeping man don't, they don't even like jostle him like wake up you son of a bitch we need information they're just like uh, excuse me sir uh, we'd like to take a moment of your time if that's okay uh do you have any new information for us Nope. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, he does. Yeah. He can only He's say one thing. Jag. Jag. What is his deal? I still don't even know if he's a what trucker. What is the prognosis of this man? <laughs> Why is he so goddamn unconscious? <laughs> the he prognosis. Fell down. The prognosis was fallen down. Yes. <laughs> I can only say one thing in between passing out. That's what I had to. I it was assumed that he was pistol whipped because they had his head bandaged too. <laughs> That's true. They did have a head bandage on him. He he was looking pretty sickly there in that bed. But you almost couldn't see his face because his stomach was so big. So you know they had, they had like fifteen pillows behind his head. Like we're just gonna prop you up a little bit. It's like a setup, but not really. <laughs> A, a very comfortable sit-up. <laughs> so Webster's now, I guess he, he thinks that the best way to get out of town is to enter this race. Instead I guess. Because maybe he doesn't have a choice because of the escort. Like, oh, I was just going to drive down the PCH. But instead, they've driven me to this race. So if I don't get well, involved let's in say this race. You go back to the conversation where he's at the roadblock. Why not just say, yep, that's cool. We're just driving south. Yeah, my name is Bill I Meyer. Identity my ID. That says I'm Bill Meyer. We're headed to Mexico. We're headed to Mexico. See ya. No, he's, this guy, you're right. He is an idiot. Mm -hmm. he, there is no way there's anything in the back of his truck. No, there was never anything in the back of that truck. Nope. So he has to do a qualifier on, and she's like, oh, Steer harder, uh, drive faster, oh, boy. keep the revs up. You don't know what you're doing. And then, like, well, the next sentence is, boy, howdy, can you drive? You sure are a great driver, but there's trucks on the racetrack. It's not a racetrack. It's just it's California. A, yeah. yeah, it's a public road. And it's illegal, but the police are helping. Hey, they're signing up hay bales for people's safety. But not getting trucks that are parked in the middle of the road off of it. Those trucks no. have the hay bales, Justin. Oh, that was the hay bale truck. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think you yeah. missed it. So, yeah, she's, like, super pumped about him. Like, oh, you're the greatest driver I've ever seen. Have you been driving long? Nope. First day ever. I can tell. Wait, you just said that I was good, good at this. At this, yeah. Why, you are good at this in a terrible sort of way. 
What are you saying to me? What are you saying to me is the theme of this movie. Yeah. They never speak clearly. Well, the cops are all over this race thing. They're they're looking for for Frank Webster, not not Bill Meyer, but Frank Webster and some dame in a white jag. Mm-hmm. And everybody's pulling them over and being like, "Hey, hey, did you uh, did you hear the cops are looking out for Frank Webster and some dizzy blonde in a white jag?" Say, that sure is a nice white jag you got there, and that dizzy blonde that you're with. Uh, well, see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drive away. It helps if you're an idiot, if everyone else around you is also an idiot. <laughs> Which you kind of have to assume at this point. <laughs> yes. I'm surrounded by assholes. Keep firing, assholes. <laughs> you're like, I'm the worst criminal in the world. Thank God I live in California. <laughs> so speaking of, of criminal, he confesses that he was framed for all this. What's the charge? Vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> Or is it reckless driving? Or is it... I don't know, because that's the thing. It goes back to man with truck versus man with many trucks. And all I can determine is man with truck says that he's going to get killed by man with many trucks. Yeah, but he's also being chased by the cops because he's he's been framed for this act. I guess. Was the act... Are they The saying- cops are chasing him because he busted out of jail and he's pistol whipped a guy, I think. He's knocked over a fat guy and put him in a coma, and he's kidnapped a blonde lady. That's why the police are after him. Yeah, but no, he was already, he escaped from jail, remember? Yeah, the escaping from jail was the first thing I yeah, said. Yeah, but they would have had to have arrested him for something. Yeah, I don't know. So it must have been this... this uh... Right, they blamed him, because right. the guy with mini trucks fingered him as, <laughs> hey, that, that other my other truck got ran off the road by that dick. Yeah. Guy with one truck ran my second truck. I really want to know if it was reckless driving or vehicular manslaughter. Because reckless driving is just a ticket. You don't go to jail for that. No, you don't. Vehicular manslaughter, you do. So it must have been vehicular manslaughter. I don't know. I don't know either. They were pinning it on him for murder. The murder. Murder! Murder! He jumped inside of that man's truck and then steered him off the road and then jumped out in the nick of time. In his own truck. And then lit the explosives that were being carried in the back so that it would explode perfectly in midair. And tumble, ensuring the man's death inside. And burned to the ground so that Murder. there's no evidence. Yeah. None. Not even, None. A, not even a body. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, so they... Decide to go and have a picnic, I guess. Because the cops are everywhere. We gotta cheese it. Cheese it. Let's, uh, let's go up this hill that's off limits and, uh, have a picnic. Because you got sandwiches and a canteen inside <laughs> of your shirt. <laughs> that wasn't even the thing. Like, yeah, let's not go have a picnic. She's like, I have a safe house, which is, we're like, what? Do you have a safe house for? Two, she doesn't. It's just somebody's house and they're not supposed to be there. But three was, when they get there, he's like, hey, check this out. I've got lunch in my shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, where was he keeping that? In his shirt. Two the sandwiches and a thermos. The whole time. From the start of this film. <laughs> he is. He had that thermos and sandwiches in jail. He had it while he killed the man inside the truck. He had it when he stole her. Bunching guys sleeping out in the woods. Just sandwiches and thermos. <laughs> Wedged up in his armpits. So, what, <laughs> was adding some realism to this scene. She would have been like, after he pulls it out, his shirt was really quite open, showing off the chest. <laughs> so she would have been like, you've got a lot of mayonnaise on your chest. 
<laughs> they're like, yeah, that's that's a lot of mayonnaise on my chest. And then she opens the thermos, and there's nothing in it. He's like, <laughs> yeah, most of the coffee's in my pants. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's how that would actually go. <laughs> how long have you had that in there? Too long since the beginning. I like to picture him at the diner at the South Peak Lodge. Like, yeah. why did I order a hamburger? I got sandwiched in my shirt. When am I ever going to eat this sandwich? I keep ordering food. Uh, well, I guess she finally gets some some snackins. So she's now because he's got sandwich in his shirt. She's starting to change her mind about the uh, the Frank Webster. She's starting to fall in love. You can uh, see the seeds of romance because being planted. Because he can kind of drive, okay? Yeah. And he keeps food in his clothes. <laughs> and he says he was framed. Yeah. That's the key part. Oh, well, then you're not a bad guy. You must be a great guy, then, and I should marry you. <laughs> you should You should keep your food somewhere else. It's <laughs> the first thing she'll change, you know, because they always want to change you when you fall in love. Yeah. Less sandwiches up your shirt. <laughs> so some farmer guy shows up. With the most off. awesome mustachio ever. So it's that Mario's guy, mustache, basically. Uh, I already forgot his name. He was a silent film comedian. He was sort of a poor man's Buster Keaton. So was he supposed to be in this movie? It's like, oh, it's, it's time for some comedy relief. Cameo. It's not funny. Well, it's not funny. It was just like, hey, it's that guy. Cameo. Bye. <laughs> See ya. I hey, by the way, mustache. there's uh, there's a killer out on the on the loose. So he looks just like you. See so ya. what you're saying is, is that you because they didn't do anything good in this movie that the cameo. Well, how come the cameo's not good? <laughs> I don't know why the cameo wasn't good. How come Will Smith's cameo wasn't good in Winter's Tale? Wait, what? It's not good. Wait, Will Smith's in Winter's Tale. So they have to leave. They're kicked off the ranch. Because teenagers go up I, there to neck, and the police come up there to bust them. Yeah, well, you don't want the police coming up there looking for teenagers, because then they might find you, and you they, would just say, hey, I came I, up here because I'm Bill Meyer. And they would be like, hey, Bill Meyer, who we've already talked to twice today. Did you know that there's a guy with <laughs> yeah. Looks just like you. Dark hair, yellow shirt, mayonnaise all over his <laughs> chest. <laughs> well, see ya. See ya. So she tries to escape again, even though now she's starting to fall in love with him. And he wrestles her to the ground, <sighs> drags her a bit, and jostles her. So now he's actually just assaulted, assaulted her, not sexually assaulted her. Yeah, he's, he's injured a woman in the interest of kidnapping. That's what that bitch gets for trying to run away. Yeah, I guess. But you know what? Let's go to the races. Yeah. And who the hell tries to run away in high-heeled shoes? Like, in a forest, you're trying to make your break in a pair of high-shield shoes that are just actually going to get stuck in the ground. You should and probably kick those things off. Yeah. I mean, she's, like, trying to run up a mountain in a pair of high heels. I'm like, uh, it's, eh, you're going to It's the get 50s. Caught. You've always got to look your best. Uh, you, know, you don't want the men to think that you're uh, not a highfalutin dame, right? Or whatever. Ooh, would have never made it in the 50s. I would have been like, fuck you and you and you. Now go get me a vodka crayon. And then you would have been burned at the stake for witchcraft. Like different different times. Yeah, I, I. That's New Jersey. That oh, was, right, that was right. a while this before California. that. Safe, safe California. Safe. Just sexually assaulting California, not burn you at the cross. So, oh, Connie, Connie's bow starts to figure it out. Is what I have written. Oh, so is that guy her boyfriend or what? 
I, I thought it actually said for a minute, the commies have started to figure it out. <laughs> which They might have. <laughs> At this point, that was a problem. The Red Scare. That, this is the beginning of the Red Scare. Yes, indeed. Actually, like, this is... Oh, no, this, we're, we're heavily into the Red Scare in 55. Yeah, I think, I think that they're... I think that he, it's obvious that this guy, I don't even know what the fuck his name is. He is definitely interested in getting in inside of Connie. I thought his name was Lance. Might as well be. For the sake of this <laughs> podcast, sure. Lance, Pete, any other phallic name? Well, he doesn't die, so he can't Dick. be Pete. Dick. He could be Dick. Yeah. Lance. You'd have to be Limp Dick, because he did almost die at the end. Spoilers. Yeah, I guess, I don't know, She's, she at one point says, hey, there's my boyfriend, but is she just using that as, like, a line to, to be, To get like, away, or, yeah. I don't know. He, if he is a boyfriend, he's a shitty one. Yeah, yeah, oh, you can just cruise around with this guy that's hanging on to you awful tight, that looks just like Frank Webster! Up, see ya! Okay, <laughs> side by. <laughs> good luck in the race! <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't look like a driver, he's holding your arm real tight, yeah. Well, good luck tomorrow! Yeah. He's starting to put two and two together and be like, hey, you don't look like much of a racer. You're not rich enough. You look like a guy who drives trucks. Ooh, that don't have anything in the back. Don't have anything in the back. I fingered you, mister. In the butt. I hey, wait. Wrong yeah. movie. That's also a different movie. But it's like yes. everybody figures it out, and then they're like, okay, bye. Yep, see you later. Yeah. You know, but maybe they don't suspect Connie, because she's obviously part of this group. She's been around, right? Never so suspect Connie. Yeah. So they're like, eh, if it's Connie, if she was in danger, she'd probably just say something. She'd let us know. She does. She's like, help me, help me. And they're like, oh, Connie, you little jokester, you. Yeah. Well, see ya. <laughs> they're like, this, this man has abducted and raped me. This is 1955. I don't know the meaning of those words. I, I'm going to do that to someone who's now. So you are called for then. He's got dibs on you. I was going to do that in a second. Oh, those things that I do every day actually have words? I didn't <laughs> know they were called something. I thought that's just what you did. Well, they wander around. Yeah, which I don't even... So they have to put the car into pit? I guess. And then go walking at night? And then they're going to walk somewhere, but they don't have anywhere to walk. They don't have anywhere to go. They can't walk to Mexico. No, they're trying to find some place to stay, which going away from the resort area is probably not the best bet. And she's obviously got money. Yeah. Why so why didn't she just pony room. up for a room? Yeah. I mean, like, what well, a stingy bitch. The one chick that shows up in the car in a second, she said there isn't going to be a room anywhere around there. But she also says a lot of things that don't really make sense. Her dad is a deputy, Sam. Yeah. And that's so they, why they can't hang stay. out with her because he already talked to that guy twice today. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Oh, hey, it's me. Remember Bill Meyer? Bill Meyer. Do you, yes. Here's my ID again. If you I'm the stand-in race car driver. Me. Bill Meyer, me. Don't you know me? Bill Meyer. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so, they end up going to a barn instead. They find some barn out in the woods. Uh, I don't that know was, if I'd call that a barn as much as I'd call that a, a shed. A shed. Yeah. The, uh, a shanty house. This is the point where it's the second time that he doesn't really make sense with his wanting to walk because the first time like when he does whatever to make the fat guy fall down and go into a coma mm -hmm. he's like let me i'll give you a ride let me see your identification that doesn't make sense mm -hmm. that just plays too fast it doesn't work now this one has another one where he's like she's like let me give you a ride and he says no it'll make us late we can walk faster than your car goes no we can't no you don't give us a ride, it'll make us late to the place 
that we're not, we have nowhere to go, but if you give us a ride to anywhere, we'll be late. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. See you later. (laughs) She dries off. Well, it turns out that in the uh, 12 hours that uh, Frank has known Connie, he loves her. (laughs) He loves her. Of course. This is 1955. Everybody has to love everybody instantly. Yeah. You can't just be like, you know what? You're a really groovy chick, and um, if this all works out, maybe we can go get coffee sometime. It's, nope, I love you. That That's what you did. He does not love her. He does not. He has kidnapped her, sexually assaulted her, jostled her significantly, stole her car. Held her at gunpoint. Uh, endangered her life several times. Accosted her two times. Driving. Gave her a mysterious sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, some armpit sando. Refused to allow her to sleep in the bush. Right. <laughs> when she wanted to, I so like desperately sleep in the bush. I'm so tired. I, I can, I'll just sleep in the bush. No one does that. Yeah. So they bone, I think. They, they they fade to black. Yeah. Yeah, they fade to black. They wake up when all their clothes are on. But they're laying down next to each other. They did it. Yeah, they did it. Yeah. So it's, it's part of the it's part of the the Arkoff way. Mm-hmm. Fornication is the last uh, the last key component in the formula. Yep. But it's okay because he loves her. So he locks her in the barn, though. Yeah. Because he loves her. Because he loves her. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the point where it's really rough that he even kidnapped her. Like, it's hard to hold on to that because if he just would have stolen her car, mm-hmm. uh, I guess maybe you figure that the police will get to him faster because she can tell. But then there's a couple of points where they had, they know everything and there's really no reason for her, him to be keeping her around. None. It would actually be- behoove him to just ditch to not the situation. Have her in the car. Or they're the looking car. for a man and a woman. At that point, like right. he can just make off on foot and hitchhike out of there. Yes, he could. Uh, no one the wiser. Now, at this point, it really doesn't make sense that he's like, now there's very, she banged him. There's nothing that she can do that will help or hurt him in his escaping the police. Other than further bangings. Other, But she can't, like, turn him in. She's not going to. It's not. There's no reason for him to lock her in that barn. Absolutely not. None. None. Well, he doesn't want to take her with him, because then she'll be an accomplice. Well, he's going to lock her in a barn. And he said, I'm going to tell somebody you're in there. And did he? No, I don't think so. Well, he that, just gets in the did... car and drives off. I think he had to, because the guy shows up later. I, I was just thought that was some random happen, random happen ride. Huh. But I love what she does, because she's trapped in this barn. Oh, yeah. The greatest plan of all time. <laughs> yes. She lets us set a fire. Is very good at daring us. Burn myself out of this barn. Her smoke inhalation will get you first. Yes. Her dubious escape attempt with the tires at the beginning uh-huh. is uh, pales in comparison to this attempt at suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she she takes a bundle of clothes and then sticks them under the door and then lights them on fire. Help! Help! The barn's on fire. Yeah. Oh, no shit, dummy. No, you just lit it on fire and. It's now you're in a box that's on fire. That is good work. Meanwhile, Frank has joined the race. He's he's racing to Mexico. Not just driving there, but racing to Mexico. Some guy comes and frees Connie. She calls the cops and tells them that Frank is the guy. He's driving car number 55. But now that other guy. he's innocent. Yeah, and he's he's innocent. innocent. Yeah. Yeah, he's innocent. You have to stop him. He's innocent. So she gets a car and gives chase. So she can catch up to him and be like, I love you, I guess, or something. I have something. Know. Yeah, but what I want to know, how'd she get ahead of all those other cars? Oh, she is. Well, she's obviously she's one of the, the best fastest, drivers yeah. ever. I don't know. Well, the other guy, Lance, 
the boyfriend. He finds out that the Webster's Webster, so he chases him. I thought he was just racing. No, they go through the roadblock, remember? And they say, hey, that's that's Frank Webster, that guy out there. Don't so worry, I'll when get him. When was the race over? I, it doesn't end, Sam. <laughs> it, the race does not end. We never know who wins the race. Oh. But this guy's a genius of running people off the road, though. So they're not racing, they're just, he's chasing him. They were racing at first, but then... That, but then the police were like... That's the guy! Let's do a roadblock for this race so that we can catch well, the Well, Connie calls and spoils yeah. him. Yeah. And so they put a roadblock up, and they're uh -huh. like, Hey, should we maybe just arrest all of the race cars that come through here well no because it's illegal no okay we'll no. just see if we can catch the guy who ran a truck off the road i think so okay yeah well the other guy crashes frank pulls over and saves his life i guess pulls him Drags, out of the burning wreckage which was really really funny looking he, yes i thought it was a dummy but it wasn't it was a man completely going limp like, had to hurt himself a couple times with how limp he Rag was. Dolly. And how John Ireland was just dropping him and throwing him Ta and dragging him. That's what I thought, too, that he was, he was a mannequin or something, and then it was like, oh, no, that's a real person. That and that was not fun. Not a good job, Day. Connie pulls up, and John confesses that, I'm going to face the music. Credits. Kiss. Credit. Kiss. What? Kiss. So he's going to... It's over? It's over? Who won? Who won the race? Was the race important? Did they make it to Mexico? Was that roadblock Mexico? Was the roadblock Mexico? Because it kind of looked like it was a gate that, you know, was there all the time. Like a checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah, like that might have been Mexico, but they didn't make it to Mexico. Maybe they made it to Mexico. Well, no, they made, they made it to Mexico. So why does it even matter? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this movie stinks. Stinks. Yeah. Uh, what's your questions, Jackie? I only have one. Okay. Which I will go first so you guys can think about your answers. Mm -hmm. Okay. So because there was no real ending to this movie, huh. right? Where do you see this movie going? Like, like what what's happens the now? ending? Yeah. So for me, it was, I'm going to go back, Connie, and we're going to make things right. So they go back. She denies any involvement with him. He goes to jail. He gets fingered by a guy with mini trucks. He gets the chair. Then he goes to jail and gets fingered by Bubba. No, he gets the chair for... The first offense, he plus all even, the other he ones. He go to jail. They just sent him straight to the chair. Yeah, yeah. they're like, yep, you ran a truck off the road, then you did all this <laughs> other crap, and then you then you ran a race car off driver the off the stand, road. And then they just wheel in an electric no, chair into the courtroom. The, no, the witness right stand. They just open it up, and it's already, and then the thing comes down from the top, <laughs> and there's a colander above his head, and it's like, the witness stand was also the electric chair. <laughs> this is Texas justice. <laughs> And then he just gets the shit zapped out of him. And then she goes, she goes, then she just goes back to Lance and she's like, well, that was pretty fun. Hey, let's go to the next race. Yeah. I don't see that that, you know, that's playing by the rules that they've established. I think that that's a fine ending. I, I can't argue with I that. I can't, I can't do any better. The only thing I, I guess I could add is if, if it is Mexico, uh, him and Connie have a weekend fling and it turns out that she is a flaming bitch. And so he like kicks her to the curb and then he goes and meets Andy Dufresne down on the beach ah. and then they become best friends. Okay, wait, I've got an ending. They're in Mexico and he's like, I'm going to come clean. I am ready to go back to America and set things right with the truth. I'm kind of thirsty. <laughs> and he drinks some water. Massive diarrhea. <laughs> Montezuma. Yeah, and he never makes it. Then she's like, 
oh, good thing we got the hit this roadblock early in the relationship because mm, I can't even handle massive diarrhea, not let alone for better or for worse. Like, I'm out. And she just leaves and he's stuck in Mexico with the trots. But, but first she asks him for another one, another one of those sandwiches. <laughs> Can I have another one of those armpit sandwiches? Armpit sandwiches. <laughs> um, is this just how the 50s were? No. Just believe anything bullshit? Just that this, this all of this preposterousness the like the the interaction between people and obviously the sexual assault stuff and uh that the cops are just like oh you say you're this guy well that's great and i i mean is this how the 50s were it can't have been i just every, everyone was an idiot yeah <laughs> no i don't think so but yeah. if aliens space aliens saw this movie they think that everybody on earth was an idiot yeah i think so Sam, what's your question? My question is that, and I kind of know, like, I've seen some scripts when I worked for that kids TV show, the guy that would produce it, he'd done some movies in the 60s, and he had all these scripts laying around, and uh, I would I would think that, you know, like, how much of this is made up and not a lot of it's written down because it doesn't make sense. I've seen scripts that look like this, that it's written down. This was written down. Somebody wrote this. Mm-hmm. How hard would it be to write this? Because it's like... I feel like this would be, do you think this would be harder than writing a good script to write a script where every sentence contradicts the previous sentence? Well, if that's your game plan going in, then no, it wouldn't be that hard. But if you unintentionally did that, it would be, it's like a thousand monkeys at a typewriter, a typewriters yeah. type thing. Well, and you know how some people just cannot write to save their lives? Yeah. That's probably what happened here. An English assignment gone wrong. I think there's a little bit of it too that it's, it's almost like they don't want to say anything because it would have like, if there was, a coherent message, then they would be taking a side on something. And these these sort of budget movies where they just want to like sell it to a nineteen year old male, they're trying to give they're trying to sell him the ticket, but that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- this ain't no He Man and Shira moral of the story afterwards yeah. type yeah. of thing. I think that they're I think that they're intentionally written this way to just be am- ambiguous so that they can't get in trouble for anything. They're not yeah, that could making be. any message that they sold a ticket to a nineteen year old male who then brought his girlfriend or his little brother. Yeah. So they sold two tickets, and then they were like, "Well, there was some cars. Yeah. I wanted to see. I wanted to see cars in a movie. A focus group. I went to that, and they made that for me. Yeah, yeah. And the cars were great in this movie. Some really awesome cars in this movie. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, good cars. My question is, did Sam fall asleep? I did not fall asleep. I came very close. Ooh, flirting with the sleepies. Uh, I didn't think he did because usually when he does, he starts to make this weird breathing sound. Yeah. Where he's sitting up and he might have the steeple going with his hands, <laughs> you know, and they're kind of just resting on his chest. And he'll look like he's sitting up right. But then all of a sudden you hear this weird, like, animal grunge noise come out of the back of his throat. And you know that he is just sucking up saliva or something back there. And you're yeah. like, Sam, are you asleep? No. It's the chair that I usually sit in gets my neck perfectly, so it's like the it's the alarm that I'm asleep because I just can't breathe. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Darth Vader weird lateral yeah. thing. <laughs> no, I made it all the way through. There was a couple of points where it was uh, I dropped my pen. I was falling out of consciousness and my pen slipped out. And it wasn't just that. It was like. I thought I had to poop, so I had like a double false alarm. I heard the pet hit the ground. I was like, oh, I was about to fall asleep, and I was like, I almost pooped my pants. <laughs> and, Dude, and you just ate a sandwich like thirty seconds before that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Speaking of Montezuma's revenge, <laughs> but it turns out it was just a fart. <laughs> oh, good job. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I have one more question. Okay. Where the fuck was Vin Diesel? <laughs> 
He was not in this movie. <laughs> Damn it. This was not Fast and Furious enough. Oh, yes. Indeed. And there was no family dynamic to this no. one. This is for real now. Boy, I hope Furious 7 is better than the Fast and the Furious 1955. Oh, yeah. Well, it can't be any worse. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I'm excited for Field Trip Day because I get popcorn. I like Field. We haven't been on a Field Trip in a while. I know. So I'm, like, really excited for the, the popcorn and the candy. The last time we went to see a movie at, at the theater that we did a podcast on, I think, was The Expendables 3. Yeah, we were going to do Jupiter Ascending, but it was so shitty that we just were like, nope, can't even do no, it. It's I don't too crappy. I don't want to I talk want about to erase that. it from my memory. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i guessing that we're all going to say, do not watch this film. Do not. Do. Oh. oh. Do if you've got the flu and you're at home and you don't have anything better to do, but you kind of want to fall asleep without Sam's pin drop and poopiness. I did think that we could we riffed the shit out of this thing. Yeah. This was easy to make it fun is of. Easy. Yeah. It could have easily been an MK three thousand. Oh, I'm surprised it's uh, not. I'm surprised it's not. And I I didn't it was okay. I mean it was a it's for me, it gets the flu vote. Like you've taken your Dayquil or your NyQuil during the day and you're like, I'm kinda gonna drift off here. I'm gonna start watching this movie exactly, Sam. And then <laughs> you just go to sleep during this movie and you wake up and it's over. Huh, all right, that's uh, not that's not a recommendation to watch the movie. That's a recommendation to Just use it as a sleep valium. <laughs> this shit is visual visual valium. You know that's that's saying something considering that I used to use um what was that uh Charlie Brown's Valentine's Day special. Ah. Mm-hmm. I used to put that on and then fall asleep within the first two minutes. But now you've switched to the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, now I'm gonna switch totally over to this movie. It's like oh, black and white. <laughs> The truck falls off the side of the cliff and Most I'm out. The most exciting thing happens is within the first two seconds of the movie. Yeah, and then I'll wake up at the end and it'll be like, Mexico. And then kiss and it's over. Yep, fair enough. That's all you really need to know in this movie. Truck goes over the edge, a man and a woman kiss. Yeah. At the end. And there's some sweet cars. Yeah. There's your show. We'll see you next time. In the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at stinker madness please rate and review us on itunes and stitcher thank you for listening and get to the chopper